Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 493, for Wednesday, October 17th, 2018. This is the BuzzList edition, a bi-monthly look at the most anticipated games by users of BoardGameGeek, as compiled by Doug Faust, BGG user Frim. So, a bit of explanation, maybe. Yes, this is a, bi- a bi-monthly list. It goes all the way back uh, toward the early part of this podcast's time. However, as you know, I have not been actually producing episodes of the Buzz List Edition for a while. In fact, the last one, if you'd like to go back and check it out, is number is episode 358, and it's from July 6th, 2016. Well, as you know, I have had some issues in the last couple of years getting episodes out on time, and this was one that just kept sliding by the wayside. But I like the buzz list, and I'd like to get it back, and the completionist in me won't let me just skip ahead to where we are right now, so I'm going to go ahead and fill in the back catalog a little bit. I'm going to try to do on a basically an every other week basis, uh, fill in all of the episodes of the buzz list that we're missing and get us caught up, hopefully by sometime around the first of the year. So this particular episode is from is the July-August 2016 list, the data from August 16th of 2016. And I'm going to present it as more or less as I would have at the time, trying to act like uh, presented as I don't I don't know exactly what's going on, uh, what's going to be happening in the future. So I'll mention release dates that were expected at the time, even though we all know that certain things slipped to a much later time frame. So here we go. There are four games dropping out of the top ten from last time. From number three, Scythe. From four to 28, Star Trek Frontiers. From 7 to 15, Dead of Winter, The Long Night. And from 10 to 27, Guilds of London. The first new entry at number 10, actually up from number 17, the last time, Star Trek Ascendancy by Aaron Dill, John Kowaleski, and Sean Swigert, published by Gale Force 9, uh, with a buzz score of 831. So let me take a second to explain the buzz score. The buzz score is a system that Doug developed to try to more accurately capture the level of anticipation of a game. It rewards games that have not been released and penalizes games that have. Let me give you a simple example. Let's say that a game is on the wish lists of 1,000 users of BoardGameGeek, but nobody owns it. In that case, the buzz score would be 1,000. But what if a game is on 1,000 wish lists and has 500 owners? Well, in that case, the buzz score would be 500. That is 1,000 minus 500. So as a game is released, as a game is purchased by people and listed as owned, its buzz score drops and drops to eventually it ends up technically, I guess, below zero, but we don't we don't keep tracking it past that. So as a game gains owners, its buzz score goes down. In this case, Star Trek Ascendancy's buzz score is 831. Uh, it actually was on, at the time, 
1,019 wish lists, but had 186 owners, probably people that had just picked it up at Gen Con in 2016. But that was a gain in buzz score of 233, and it was anticipated that the wide release would be the following month in September. Debuting at number 9, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, the buzz score of 950, 119 more than Star Trek Ascendancy, and it was anticipated in the fourth quarter of 2016. In its fourth time on the list, it debuted at number 8, then slipped back to number 9 for two times. Climbing back to number 8 is Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephalofair Games with a buzz score of 1,060, 110 more than Arkham Horror, a gain of 153. Gloomhaven had not been delivered yet. The original target was May of 2016. That had slipped to September, and by the time of this list, October of 2016. And yet, it had 245 owners listed which means that his buzz his wish list was actually a little over 1,300, or would have been good enough for number five on this list. Who owned it? Well, here's a little issue with the, with the system. Apparently, a lot of people who back something on Kickstarter turn around and list it as owned, even though they don't actually have it in their hands yet. So that does impact the buzz score a little bit. The third new entry, at number 7, climbing four spots for the second time in a row, from 15 to 11 to 7, A Feast for Odin, by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games, with a buzz score of 1,073, 13 more than Gloomhaven, a gain of over 300 from last time. It was expected at Essen in October of 2016. Sliding one spot for the second time in a row and charting for the sixth time is the second longest running game on the top the, the top ten. From four to five to six, the seventh continent by Ludovic Rudy and Bruno Sauté, published by Sirius Pulp, with a buzz score of 1,161. 88 more than Feast for Odin, a gain of 79 from the previous time, and yet 371 owners. Of course, it wasn't available yet. So here's another one that was dinged for its Kickstarter. Add those 371 owners in, and this one would have been number four. It was expected, perhaps, in the fourth quarter of 2016. That was the estimate. Climbing three spots in its third time on the chart, from number eight to number five, Pandemic Reign of Cthulhu by Matt Leacock and Chuck D. Yeager, published by Z-Man Games with a rated buzz score of 1,162. One more than the Seventh Continent. That's a gain of 224 with 242 owners. Uh, again, likely picked up at Gen Con. It was due for release the following month. After two times at number six, climbing two spots to number four in its third time on the list is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Frixelius, published by Stronghold Games, with a buzz score of 1,384, 222 more than Pandemic, a gain of 355 from 
uh, its previous performance, due to be released the following month. And the highest debut at number three, Cry Havoc, by Grant Rodiak, Mikhail Orach, and Mikhail Volchak, published by Portal Games with a buzz score of 1,629, about 240 more than Terraforming Mars, with about 240 owners, and was also expected to be in wide release in September of 2016. At number two, for the third time in a row, in its fourth time on the chart, First Martians, Adventures on the Red Planet, by Ignacy Trevacek, published by Portal Games, with a buzz score of 1,893, about 270 more than Cry Havoc, a gain of over 400 from the previous time, expected to be released at Essen in October of 2016. And at number one, for the third time in a row, and the fourth time overall, was Seafall, by Rob Davio, published by Plaid Hat Games with a buzz score of 3,263 views, almost 1,400 more than First Martian, so not far away from double, a gain of over 500 from the previous time, and had 200 owners recorded at this time. It was not actually due to be in wide release until the following month. Being the fourth time at number one, the last time a game had that many number ones was Eclipse way back in late 2011. Eventually, it ended up at number one six times. Eclipse did. And this was Seafall's 16th time in the top 10, making it the second longest run ever in the history of the buzz score. A history that went all the way goes all the way back to November, December of 2008. Uh, the longest running game was Walkstar. 16 doesn't sound maybe like a big number until you remember this is not a weekly list, a bi-monthly list. So 16 times you're coming up on three years on the list. Also noteworthy. 3,263 was the highest buzz score ever. In fact, it was the fourth time in a row that that mark was set. Uh, it was, you had to go back to late 2014 to get a buzz score over 2,000. That was Star Wars Imperial Assault. It was beat out by Star Wars Rebellion in early 2016 with a score of about 2,400. That was bested then by Seafall with 2,500 in April, 2,700 in June, and now 3,200 in August of 2016. A very highly anticipated game, which is kind of a piece of historical interest, I think, because I think most of us know exactly uh, which direction Seafall went. Uh, it, it kind of landed with a bit of a thud, didn't it? In fact, that was also sort of true for First Martians. That's fairly unusual. It's not often that the, the top two games on the buzz list end up being disappointments to a lot of people. But that's the way it played out here. I'll be back again in two weeks uh, on the, the buzz list edition for September-October of 2016. This one was for July-August. 
This podcast is for Wednesday, October 17th, 2018.